Welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Professor Redwood. Here in the Multium region, I study the relationship between humans and their Pokemon. To help me, I have selected a group of trainers to travel and raise their Pokemon so that I can study the differences between being raised from an egg and being caught in the wild. Together, Stanley. I think they might be bad dudes. Lillian. Stop in the name of the law. And QT. And you're cute as a button too, you little flower sprite. We'll see their very own Pokemon adventure unfold, and you can join them. The world of Pokemon awaits, so let's go. This is Dungeons and Dragon Types. When last we left our intrepid trainers, they had finally made their way out of the Opalia mines after facing off with a with a treacherous onyx. And the onyx was thankfully caught uh, by a stroke of luck, thanks uh, to by the uh, Opalia city gym leader, who offered to offered our our heroes the chance to challenge her in a gym battle. But it is still the evening of their second day um, on their adventure, and they're all just kind of turning in for the night. All of our trainers are probably looking through their Pokedex to see who can learn Grass Nut. (laughs) And realizing that 85% of their Pokemon can learn it. Exactly. Stanley is just, like, sitting cross-legged on the floor, like, with fun Pokeball in one hand and, like, his his porry phone flipped out in the other hand, like, hmm. Exactly. Oh. He looks like he um, should have little glasses on his nose, and he's, like, really studious, like Agnes McDonald. Exactly. (laughs) That's the image. Hello, sirs. (laughs) Agnes McDonald was partially his inspiration, so you're not too far off. Yay. I think uh, Quincy just caught uh, Calamity, the grass not move, and uh, when he took Calamity out to teach, or put Calamity in to teach the, the move, um, he's going to check in with her, considering they just had a great big battle, and uh, do a little, like, like powwow and check in with, uh, with the Flabebe that <laughs> um, just faced some giant rock snakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your po- the Pokemon that you used were definitely a bit shook up. So he's just being like, hey, that that was a pretty good job there. Uh, Callie, you, you really uh, uh, jumped around like a nimble little sprite, and I couldn't be more happy with your performance. Uh, <laughs> if, if I was paying you on the ranch, I'd, I'd give you a race. <laughs> uh, baby! <laughs> and you're cute uh, as a button too, you little flower sprite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Lillian, just gives uh, gives her a great big hug. Oh, Lillian hey. uh, teaches it just to Flabebe, but also to Frobisher the the Piplup when he <laughs> when she realizes he can learn a move that is strong against himself. And I'm, she's like, I hope this isn't a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Cynthia's only Pokemon that could learn it was uh, Phantom. Nymphie the Phantom. That's better than before. So yeah, as you are, it's now evening has turned to night as you're all starting to 
lay lay to rest in the Pokemon Center, and uh, you all four of you are going to be sharing uh, a, a suite, as it were, you know, a room, the with the two with the with the two sets of bunk beds. Okay. Um, I think Stanley is like half keeping an eye on the window because he kind of also wants to see Entai, but he's like <laughs> kind of also doesn't. He remembers. <laughs> Um, Lillian has completely forgotten Entei at this point, and she's just brushing Vulpix. She's brushing Restaurant, and uh, she has Flabebe stuck behind her ear with the flower stuck behind her ear again, and the Flabebe is asleep. <laughs> and Frobisher's just on her pillow, pillow. also mm-hmm. sleeping because he's a baby. <laughs> Baby's got to sleep. And he had uh, a rough n- first battle. Uh, Cynthia has Nymphy out. Prancer's a bit too big for the room. So she's keeping him in her, her, keeping him in his Pokeball, but uh, she also has um, Lovestruck there, and uh, Lovestruck has uh, kind of hung, is kind of hanging from the ceiling upside down. That's her Woobat. Aw, that's a good name for a Woobat. That's right, I named mine Scully, but he's in the PC still. Mm, I haven't decided... Whether I want to switch him out. Oh yeah, you guys, you guys have enough uh, pokes that you can swap out depending on what gym you're heading towards. Lillian's looking over at Cynthia, and uh, she's like, "So, do you think? Do you think any of us can really take down the gym leader?" And then she looks at QT and uh, Stanley, and she's like, "She's tough." Gracie yeah. immediately jumps up onto Stanley's head and like buffs out her chest and like <laughs> clap. Ah! Yes, we know you can take. We can. We know you can take her on, Gracie. Great. I think. Her, I think Gracie would be able to take uh, all of us on with one hand tied behind their back. Gracie crosses her little chubby chubby arms in front of her chest and like nods satisfied. And Stanley kind of like picks her up and puts her in a laugh. Like I know <laughs> you're very cool and strong. Thank you. Cool. Yeah, uh, Cynthia is is kind of doing like some scratches to Lovestruck, who's uh, since she's I'm uh, I'm having her on the top bunk. Where do Stanley and QT want to be? Um, I think Stanley's probably on the bottom bunk. I'm not sure. Probably under QT. Probably like a boy girl situation. Under QT? <laughs> is that a mistake? No. Just QT's a phrasing man. So he's pr- oh, Stanley's, true, prob- yeah. Stanley's probably under Lillian then. Lillian's probably on the other top bunk. Okay. Yeah, it's probably something like that. Boys on the bottom. Well, no, I, split, I, I was just thinking being a whole grown human, uh, I think I'd probably try and get my own situation. But uh, if uh, if Stanley's looking to, to share a bunk, then I'd be happy to go... <laughs> Take, take top side. Lillian, well, Lillian kind of frowns. He's like, that, I'm a full-grown human. <laughs> the idea that Stanley could be in the same bunk as a girl has not even crossed his little mind. Oh, sure. No, that makes sense. Well, where, wherever, but I, you know, as, as long as I got a pillow under my head and a blanket put over me and my hat to put over my eyes and a can of beans to eat at night and uh, right. a warm crackling right? fire and uh, the there's, there's no there's, there's, there's no fire in here. Are you gonna... no, the fires are out in the lobby. And a, and are a, you gonna eat beans up there? Wind <laughs> blowing through a mustache. 
When, when QT talks about fire, <laughs> Restaurant looks up, and Lillian's like, don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> All I need in this world is good good Pokemon beside me, and the range, and he just kind of mumbles he's go, off. He's going home. He's going off a, on a tangent. Yeah. His, Does he fall his, asleep mumbling about the range? Sure, yeah, he nods <laughs> off on a stool. He's sitting on a stool. He's got a he's got a little piece of uh of wheat between his teeth. Uh-huh. uh-huh. He's like got a can of half eaten beans in his hand. Uh-huh. He kinda of, like drops it and makes a mess. Oh no. And but just right through his big brush. Lillian whispers, where did he get the stool? <laughs> no. He just has it, I think. Dang, I want to learn those tricks. I could use some bigger pockets. Turns out, uh, turns out he doesn't take any of the bunk. He just sleeps on a stool. <laughs> he just fall, He's just a sli- sitting. He's asleep, sitting up. He's so. That's right. He's so tired. That's so bad for your back, but okay. And that's that's UT's night right there. Okay. <laughs> uh, so as t- uh, some time passed, but yeah. Um, I guess to answer your question, Cynthia says. Well, I I assume since she's one of the, since she can battle trainers at any level that she's got Pokemon for any level of trainer, so she's not gonna make it too. She's not gonna make it easy for us, but she's not gonna make it super hard either. And Lillian's like, yeah, and she looks at her Pokemon. She's like, I just feel like I need to train these guys a little more before that happens. <laughs> well, if I remember correctly, you can use you can use up to however many Pokemon you have in your party, and then the gym leader can only use whatever they have. Yeah. Well, that's a little reassuring. Sorry. I guess we'll Can figure it out. Honk shoe. shoe. Lillian's like, all right. Uh, and she puts her brush away from brushing restaurant, and she's like, I guess I'll see you guys in the morning. Good night. Good night. Night. Uh, so, as, so as you turn, you know, as you've turned off the lights... You, there is some ambient light from outside the window due to the due to your being in a town, but um, as time as time goes on, you know you you start to doze off into the early stages of sleep. Uh, the clock starts to chime midnight, and I need um, y'all to roll me a perception. Okay. Uh-huh. Perfect timing. So Come on. Plus one for Stanley. Six for QT. Uh, natural one for Lillian, who okay, Carrie's, once again is uh, passed Lillian. out. She was passed out Lillian. last time. She's passed out this time. Um, let's see. She's warm with ball picks on her on her stomach uh. and pip up by her head and for Bebe. Not behind her ear anymore because she's afraid she's gonna roll over onto her. <laughs> uh, what is is perception wisdom? Perception, uh, yes. yes. Okay, so I'm gonna roll two more for Cynthia's Pokemon. She got a 19, but I want to see what her. I guess I guess her, I should roll for my Pokemon. Yeah. So that's 14 for uh, Nymphy and 13 for Lovestruck. 17 for Gracie. Oh, I did that wrong. (laughs) I guess guess Calamity got an 18 then. 
Ooh. Hold on one second. Um, Restaurant got 16, Airy got 10, and Frobisher got 14, because he has a plus one. He's the only one that's wise, and he's a baby. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so how I see this going is uh, Cynthia kind of... uh, is kind of like half awake after... just she didn't get uh fall too deeply asleep and as as she start as you know as she's about to try and fall back asleep um Rustrin's ears start twitching mm-hmm. and and um he kind of and uh it kind of starts uh and um the po- the po- uh the ones that made their perception checks uh that's Rustrin uh Gracie and uh, I think uh, you said calamity. Yeah. And Frobisher had fourteen. Uh, and, I don't know if that makes it. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna focus more on okay. uh, the poke. The pokes seem to have gotten it. Um, <laughs> and Stanley, uh, I think Stan, I think Cleffa kind of starts patting on Stanley's head, and uh, basically, you he uh, you he Stanley and Cynthia. Here's some rustling outside the window. Stanley kind of like wakes up and like, whoa. Yeah. He hears the rustling and it's like, notices that Cynthia's awake and kind of like looks up at her. It's like, what? Lillian just hears <laughs> Rustron, like feels Rustron growling on her check or whatever, chest or whatever he was doing. And she's like, does that thing where she like isn't quite awake, but she just pats him. She's like, go back to sleep. <laughs> Aw. <laughs> I'm not. Not sure. Uh, so uh, Wubat is a bit more awake since it's more used to uh, the nightlife, and they party start... hard. <laughs> yeah, uh, it it flutters a bit towards the window, and uh, uh, Stanley's gonna start tiptoeing to the window too. Oh, no. yeah, and guys, Cynthia, I have yeah, a joke. Cynthia. I have a joke. They have oh, heart no. stamps because they go to the car- club, and the stamp is a heart. <laughs> That's a move that they get, I think. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> at any rate, um, Cynthia, when Cynthia and uh, Stanley look uh, peer through the the, I'll say this: the window's a bit higher up. So, like Stanley, Stanley and Cynthia are peering through like the top bunk. Right. As they're peering through the blinds, uh, they see they look down and see. Three men. One is sort of uh, regular build, you know, uh, fairly like um, stoic. One is a big, burly, muscular-looking dude, and the other is a is leaner, skinny, like lanky, mm-hmm. and a bit smaller than the than the than the first. And you see, you see them kind of talking amongst themselves as they're dressed in black with balaclavas on. Oh, oh. And, uh, so, I, 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 just as you're peering through the window, they, uh, make a break, they start making their way. They hadn't noticed you peering through the window at all, so they made, they make their way, and as you look across uh, the street from the back side of the Pokemon Center, you see the two-story tall Op- uh, Opalia Town Museum of Natural History. Is that where they're headed? Stanley kind of, 
that, and that's where they're them. headed. And he's like, why are they wearing ski masks? It's not <laughs> oh. even snowing. Oh. <laughs> uh, Cynthia is Solid finally joke. starting to get awake, and she's like, mm, oh, 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 no. At this what? point, Lillian, with between the growling from Rustron and, and Stanley and, and uh, Cynthia talking, she starts to wake up. She's like, why are you guys being so loud? It's like 2 a.m. I think Cleffa, like, starts, like, gets down to Stanley's shoulder and starts, like, patting him on the cheek until he wakes up. And he's like, yeah. wait, oh, oh, no. Oh, uh, no. Did oh, you say dude. something about snow? Oh, <laughs> Oh, there, there think... were three, men, there were three men out there wearing ski masks and looked like they were heading, making their way to the. I think they're to gonna the rob the museum. They're gonna rob the museum. They're gonna, and we then and go. it takes a second for it to process, and then Lillian shouts, "They're gonna rob the museum!" Huh? What? What? <laughs> huh? What did you say? <laughs> Who said what? Suddenly, like jumps down from the 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 bunk bed, and he's like, "Let's, we gotta go!" And like. Guess his Pokeballs. Lillian jumps down too, but runs. forgets she's on the second bunk and lands a little hard. She's like, "Oh!" <laughs> Qt falls off of his his stool, uh, and oh god, dang! What, what what's this about? What? She uh, Lillian uh, returns the... both Airy and Rustron and plucks Frobisher up because she's like, "You need experience, and I feel like we're gonna get some here." <laughs> uh, Cynthia pulled on her jacket and is like, "Oh, hold on, wait a second. We don't want to rush into this sort of thing. We need to have I mean, an idea. Like we what... didn't rush into the mines. <laughs> well, well, we didn't rush in. We were asked to go in. Oh, I rushed. <laughs> I was ready to rush. Lillian's like, I'm, I'm ready to rush again. And no, she, she looks a little crazy because she's got bed head and she's in her pajamas Maybe and she's holding a piplup. Nurse Joy. Maybe we should get Nurse Joy to help. No, what Nurse Joy in there and Officer Jenny in this town? Maybe there she is an can Officer call Jenny. Officer Jenny. Oh yeah, we met her. Oh, oh. Like I don't know how long. I don't know how place. long it's gonna take to get Officer Jenny. I can see if I can meet her there and maybe Suddenly, find like, Ophelia. Running and like pulls up his party phone and is like dialing nine one one as he runs. <laughs> Lillian's like, hey, wait a minute, wait for me. And she grabs her bag and doesn't bother changing out of her pajamas. She's running out in her PJs. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Stanley is like she doesn't have any shoes sh- on, which is probably the worst thing. Yeah. <laughs> she does have socks on, though. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> Stanley yeah. is, like, in, like, boxer shorts and, like, a, a, a big T-shirt. Yeah. QT fell asleep on his stool. He's probably still fully dressed. Yeah, no, he he fell asleep in his clothes, so he's running after <laughs> with his hand on his hat and uh, Astro on his shoulder. Yep. How yeah, does Cynthia the react t- to these three goobers running out? <laughs> she's just like, oh, oh no. Uh, so she she's basically got a uh, her jacket on and puts her shoes on with uh, Nymphy and uh, Lovestruck kind of floating behind her. And uh, as you're making your way out of the Pokemon Center, it's just dead quiet. Lillian like shouts over there. to Nurse Joy. Is she behind the counter or is she asleep? No, she's asleep. Okay, so she does not somewhere. shout out to Nurse Joy. She runs out of the Pokemon Center. Exactly. The three of you, but uh, uh, but the, well, the problem is the Pokemon Center entrance is on the opposite side 
from where you need to be. So you have to make your way around the entire oh, no. building. Lillian's oh, like, no. oh no, we should have found a back exit. And she she like goes, she she runs over this way from the exit and starts to go oh, down yeah. this alley here. Uh, as you guys are making your way to the, the museum, uh, Cynthia calls back, you guys go ahead, I'm going to see if I can find Ophelia. And she wa- goes next door to the gym to the gym and starts uh starts uh knocking on knocking on the door she would be behind stanley because stanley was running out first stanley was a go-getter this time stanley's (laughs) rushing in okay (laughs) so we need frobisher russ uh who all do we want to take with you um i have you you may just uh my active free pokemon are clef uh pan and flip baby that's me okay. too. I I put all of mine on a pile on top of me. <laughs> yeah, just put oh, all put idea. your active party on a pile on a pile over your avatar, and uh, when I when it's time to switch um, pages, I'll do that. So the three of you uh, have fi- uh, made your way around the Pokemon Center, and on the opposite side, by the time you've gotten there, uh, you. Let's see, how long would that have taken you? It would have taken you not too long. They made their way across the street to the Natural History Museum. Uh, oh no, time... only four of the miners made it out. <laughs> oh, no. I just noticed there was only four and there were six in there. <laughs> yeah, I, did. I tried to grab as many as I could, but whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, by the time you make it there, uh, you're only fast enough to see the door close on to the, to the front of the Natural History Museum. Um, can I have um, Flababy use um, Vine Whip to try and grab the doors as they're closing? Well, all the way across the street I don't think it can reach that far. Oh. I mean, you're talking like, plus up a, plus up a set of stairs. Like, you're okay. still like, fifth, by the time you've made it to the opposite side of the, back side of the Pokemon Center, you're still like 50, 50 to 100 feet away from the actual entrance to the museum. Okay, I don't think your little vines are that long. Grass exactly. not reaches faster than vi- farther than vine whip, but still not <laughs> far enough. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, that's only a fifteen foot range. Alright. Tail whip is a hundred foot range, but it doesn't do anything against people. <laughs> or doors. <laughs> or doors. Oh <laughs> uh, I guess we hurry up on up uh, up the stairs. Yep. Uh you make your way across the street. Uh, the the night is deadly quiet. Just like abs, all you hear are like the buzzing of the lights on the street, and uh, some Pokemon, various Pokemon like P Dove, Coos, and maybe some Zubat squeak squeaks. Okay, you um, cursed bats. <laughs> I guess we get to the door. They're probably locked behind the guys, right? Let's. I got. I'll try the handle. Um, you reach. For the handle, and you notice it's still uh, loose. Okay, I open the door. <laughs> All right. Wow, just going right Check through, for through the front no. door, huh? <laughs> uh, yes. Where else would I go? I don't. I don't. Uh, it's just kind of ballsy of them too. I, I'm a. I'm cautious. I guess you could say. At least Ophelia uh, knows who we are. I don't know if she'll be. True. True that. If there's any security guys, they don't know who we are, though. 
we have our poke we have our pokedexes that kind of acts as an id doesn't it yeah that's what that's what yeah that's what that's what we found out in the anime mm-hmm. um but as you enter into the museum it's all all the lights are out except for like some like security light various security lights but you see in front of you is a massive display showing a skeleton a, a bastiodon skeleton with two shield on behind it, facing off against a Tyrantrum skeleton. Oh. Lillian is uh, holding on to Frobisher with one arm, but her other hand goes up to her face, and she's like, that's so freaking cool. It's really uh, big, Clow. Uh, behind it, you see various displays of all kinds of, uh, all kinds of uh, Pokemon-like scenerys from throughout time. But on either side of you are two spiral staircases, half spiral, I guess, that lead up to a second tier, which is that red line uh, you, that I put in on the map. And that is the balcony to the second floor uh, of the museum. I think you gotta Should take we be us on another that, map? Yeah, I think you got to take us to a different view there. Oh, that would be inter- that would be true. Hey. There you go. There you go. Uh, um. Uh, uh, so as you've entered into the museum, uh, you, you look past the scale, uh, let's say you do an investigation. See if you okay, can see, see them. Yeah. Suddenly would start looking around trying to spot anything out of the usual. I actually have uh, I have a per, I have proficiency in investigation. That's plus three. Woohoo. Oh, I got an at 20. Nice. No big deal. Stanley no big deal. Firing on all cylinders. Hey, I almost got in that 20. <laughs> nice. <laughs> How's QT's investigating? Oh, um. Not good. <laughs> no, <laughs> QT's still asleep. Uh, my, my, my mustache twitch. <laughs> uh, but Stanley and. Stanley is the first to notice, and Lillian's right there with him. Uh, they notice that uh, the door, there's a door across the room uh, in between the display. So there's like two displays on one side. One feature, one features like um, Arkin and Archeops. There's another display next to it featuring um, Tortuga and Caracosta. And then, like, on the other side is one with Cranidos and Rampardos, and then next to it is one featuring um, an Aerodactyl, like, feeding feeding young Aerodactyl. And she's like, yes! (laughs) Um, But in between the, in between, like, in between the two displays, like, two sets of displays on either side, you see a door that just closed. That, That way, over there. And suddenly it's like kind of like hopping up and down. Is that this door like... here? Yep. Okay. Lillian's. Lillian uh, goes around this way. I think as Stanley is going to the door, he kind of like realizes like he's trespassing and like following <laughs> dangerous people. And he's like, oh no, what am I doing? We gotta go, guys. <laughs> nope, we're, we're, we're this far, Stanley. Come on. Oh. Oh, oh Get gosh, back okay. out now, little man. If we can deal with an Onyx, as badass as that Onyx yes, or earlier, I guess it is yesterday now. Yesterday, yep. then we can deal with a couple of people and what did you say it was? Ski masks? Yeah. Ski masks ain't enough. Uh, before, 
Yeah. Uh, I want you to, before you try to bust in through the door, I want you to roll uh, some investigation to see if you could hear the hear them on the other side. I got a 19. 19 also. Oh, I got a 10. Lillian can't, Stanley and QT have taken up most of the door space. And Lillian's Lillian like, hey, hey, let me pass. Come on. <laughs> uh, but Stanley and QT, uh, as they're listening on the other side, they hear uh, so- you know, soft enough that it can, you know, it carries through the door, you know, loud enough that it carries through the door, but soft enough that it, they, they're straight, you know, they're, they're making sure to like pay, pay attention to catch everything. It's just like mm-hmm. the mother load with this one. You know how much how much these fossils are gonna run us on the black market? Shh. Keep it down, grab what you can, and we gotta get out of here. We don't know how long. We don't know if Spiro's, you know, Spiro managed to turn off the alarms or not. We went through. We practiced this plan for weeks now. There's no way that Spiro didn't. <laughs> there's nothing that the can. Door. There's nothing that can interrupt us. Uh, ah. kicks the door <laughs> ah. uh, as hard as he can. Stanley um, gets very startled by this. Uh, as he, as, as soon as he does that, you find yourself in a clo- basically a long closet space full of various fossils and bones. Lillian and, is like, her jaw drops when he kicks the door open, and she says, "Stop in the name of the law!" In her <laughs> bedhead and pajamas <laughs> with a piplup in one uh, arm. <laughs> well, uh, that's the thing. With uh, the three men, the three men you noticed, uh, the, the regular-sized guy, the sk- the scrawny little guy, and the big dude, look at you and like, I don't know, who who the hell you think you are? Well, we <laughs> but we're not just giving in to three weirdos showing up in the middle of the night. You're three weirdos. Showing yeah, up in the middle of the night, yeah. Uh, yeah, three weirdos. <laughs> And uh, the the scrawny one pulls out a Pokeball. Three weirdos with one of these. And he throws out uh, the Pokeball. And when it opens, it there's a burst of, uh, gl- like, shiny, like, glints of light. And, well, here, let me... Re- let me... Uh... Show us, John. Show us. Here. Show us the light. <laughs> At the end here. of the tunnel. Oh god, we're dying. <laughs> oh. Already. There's the th- there's the three guys. <laughs> oh, that's cute. And the scrawny one threw out a shiny hound <gasps> owl. The leaves like a hound in blue. Look at the baby. No sooner did you say that than the scrawny guy yelled, Hound Hour, Ember. And Hound Hour sends forth a flurry of embers directly at you. Ah! And, behind the door. Yeah, exactly. Roll, um, uh, roll a uh, dexterity save. Okay. Uh, What's my save? Dex is plus Not two. great. Nope. <laughs> oh <Plus> no, <laughs> Lillian. Since you're front and center, all you manage to do is turn around, and you're hit by the embers as they start to singe through your uh, pajamas. I got a a 10. Uh, Say what? 13 for me and 10 for Alec. 
Uh, QT, you manage to avoid most of the embers. Uh, oh, sadly, you know. Lillian takes the brunt of the of the flames, but Stanley does get like a couple of stray ones. Lillian come turns his way. around to protect Frobisher, but doesn't think about herself. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you can't use Pokemon moves on a person. It's illegal. <laughs> Lillian's like, oh my god, that hurt. The big dude starts laughing and says, "Oh, can't we?" And then he sit, throws the Pokeball. And let's see if it goes far enough. Hold on. Y'all, I Throw think these are some bad dudes. Oh, no. I think they might be bad dudes. Uh, sadly, it does not go past your location, but along, it only goes alongside the uh, the Houndour. Uh, the big dude sends forth a Venipede. And Venipede said, and he calls out, Venipede, poison sting. And <gasps> Venipede uh, uh, kind of bend, bends its tail forward and shoots a stream of uh, purple darts through the doorway. And uh, But by the time you manage to get away, uh, out of the way enough to avoid the poison, poison sting attack. Lillian's poor pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Ruined. And her shoulders are burning, and she's like, "Oh, oh that no. hurts." <laughs> You'll have to get a pair of khaki pajamas from the outdoors. <laughs> Did they have those? I didn't see them in stock. <laughs> no, I'm sure they. Uh, I and Clucka just like puffs up her chest, and she's like, "She's not going to get bullied by these thugs," and she like. Jumps down and it's like, fluff away! And she's already in the doorway. Frobisher, uh, Frobisher as... also is, like, squirming in Lillian's arms because he just saw his new trainer get burned as she turned to protect him. <laughs> uh, as as they do that, uh, the scrawny guy calls out again and says, Houndour, smog attack! And Houndour lets loose a, bl- a thick, black, blackish-purple haze of smoke. And it fills fills most of the room and most of the doorway around you. Oh no! And uh, I'm gonna need y'all to roll uh, perception. What For the trainers or the Pokemon? Oh wait. Either or. Like that's gonna help. That is not uh, the right document. Stanley eh. perception. You said. Yep. That's Plus a... one for Stanley and minus one for Clever. Oh, that's a negative one for Stanley <laughs> or minus natural one. Pardon me. I got 11, and Piplup has a plus one. 11 for uh, Cleffa. 13 for Piplup. 18 for QT. Team QT on uh, with their peepers wide open. All right. QT is the one uh, who manages to get just clear enough of the smog to see the three burglars almost, almost past the balcony. Oh no! They're they're right over there, everybody. Uh, Lillian shouts out once she hears QT say that. She turns around. She can't quite see. The smog is burning her eyes, but she shouts out, uh, "Frobisher, use grass knot. Try to trip them." <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, roll, roll a, uh, roll a yeah, roll an attack roll. Nope. <laughs> uh, he doesn't manage to 
hit any of them, sadly. Nope. Are we, uh, are we in combat? Yeah, uh, really initiative. Yeah, um, they're still trying to get away, though, so I want to see if one of y'all can, uh, well, actually, QT, roll, uh, who you want to throw out for this one? Uh, I think use grass, not trying to from running. All right, so, so uh, uh throw out, cal throw out calamity, but I want you to roll a, uh, strength check. For Calamity or for... For your QT. Uh, 23. That's a natural 20 plus 3. <laughs> oh, my. Nice. You... Oh no big deal. You, brush off you, my shoulders. Exactly. Like you, like a baseball pitcher, you wind up and throw Calamity's Pokeball right in front of the guys. All right, Callie, you is... know what to do. And then, uh... Roll, yeah, roll a uh, attack roll for Calamity's Grass Knot. Grass Knot, what your Pokemon can do for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stupid. Mostly because uh, I rolled a natural one for that Grass Knot. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. So you don't manage to, you don't, I'll say Calamity's over here. Like right in front of the, sure. uh, right in front of the uh, display. So kind of cutting them off. And, uh, come on, <sighs> come on, you, so let's get out of here. And, uh, meanwhile, the two, the one with the Hound Hour and the one with the Venipede, uh, say, I think so. These, these kids want to fight. I say we give them a fight. <sighs> and so, and so the, the, the main dude pulls out his Pokeball and says, you idiots, fine, Spiro. <sighs> and he sends forth Spiro. So now... We have the turn order going. Okay. So now we're rolling initiative. <laughs> okay. Okay. Clockbuzz. Man, That's I got two nines in a row. What the heck? <laughs> That's for Just a Frobisher. 16 for Cleffa. Frobisher, who, like Cleffa, is puffing out his little cheeks and batting his wings like a little angry bird. <laughs> okay. It's weird because the sprite is actually like way smaller. So in order to make it normal sized, the space it takes up is like uh, one, two, three, four, five by one, two. Oh, the three, hound door. Four, five. The hound tower, yeah. <laughs> so it's in a it's in a uh, twenty five square foot radius, square foot area. Piplup's mad. He's flapping right. his little arms. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh yeah, how... look at how tiny the Andor's icon is in the turn order. <laughs> it's so cute. It looks like a little little ant. <laughs> Top of the order, Gracie. All right. Um, Gracie. Um, which one is Smog? Houndour. All right, Gracie's gonna launch herself at Houndour uh, with a pound attack. All right. Roll uh, for damage. That is well already. I don't even have to attack it. Oh, cool. Uh, and that's what I meant. <laughs> Roll for attack. Twenty plus one. Ooh, oh no! One. Uh, Gracie is still a bit, uh, bit blinded by the smog and is unable to get a good hit on Houndour, whose turn is up next. And uh, the wiry little burglar calls out to Houndour and says, "All right, Houndour." 
Give him a nice old give give that little fairy a nice old smog attack. And uh, let me see, this is gonna be a new move for me. Okay. Oh wait! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> it's gonna do double damage. Yeah. You create a fog of poisonous smog in a 15-foot radius centered on a point within range. Creatures that begin their turn in the area take 1d4 plus move poison damage and must succeed a con save against your move DC or become poisoned. The area of smog is considered difficult terrain and any attacks made from inside it are done at disadvantage. The smog cloud dissipates at the beginning of your next turn. Okay. So now that's just going to be in... That's just going to be the, uh, I guess it's only against, is that only against opponents or does, they exp or is that just going to be against everybody? I have no idea. Let me look at it. Yeah. I'm assuming it, it means uh, opponents. I would say in Dungeons and Dragons, this kind of thing would be anybody who's caught in the cloud. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. Yeah, 30 foot, 30 foot radius, 15 foot radius, 30 foot area. Yeah, it basically works like a like a spell that has a ranged area, like in Dungeons and Dragons. Because that's what this Alrighty. is! <laughs> Alrighty, so yeah. Now the area is covered in smog. So, uh, next up in the turn order is Do Venipede. Do I put down, like, a, a rectangle to show us where the smog is? Oh, uh, yeah, I can actually put a, a, a circle. Draw shape. I'm gonna make it all purple-like, and so 15... But that means that his allies need to make the save, too, don't they? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Although, Venipede is safe from being poisoned, That's so true. it's gonna be in the center, so it's... Yeah, Venipede can't take even across. damage from poison moves. I don't think poison Pokemon can. One, two, three. So it's gonna be from... Wait. How did... I thought... Does it right-click that you... Nope. Make a circle. It. Uh, it's a. Hold on. Hold out. Out. Okay. Out. Okay. So it's three. F it's that way. And then. There we go. Here we go. And then. This is. It's basically this. Size, okay. This size of of purple, purplish black smog. Oh no! Do do I have to make a saving throw as a as a player? <laughs> I'll say you're at the very edge. Okay. I'll say at the very edge of the smog. It's right basically here. a cup. Of, there you go. <laughs> um, next up in the turn order is Venipede. Uh, they they take one d four. No, they don't. Plus... They're immune. No, they don't become poisoned, but they still take damage. Poison Pokemon don't take. Can't get any damage by poison type moves, I don't think. No, they just can't get poisoned by poison type moves. Does it say it has uh, resistance on the stat block? Otherwise, it shouldn't. Let's see. Rain. Oh no, it doesn't. They're resistant, but they don't. I thought. Uh, I thought poison type Pokemon couldn't be affected by poison type moves. They can't be. They can't be poisoned, but they can. But they can be. They gotcha. can still take damage. It's like with uh, paralyzation electric type moves. Gotcha. Ever since Gen Six, electric type Pokemon can't get paralyzed. All right. So he still takes one uh, d four plus Constitution, 
What is uh, Houndour's constitution? I can't believe I was vouching for the Venipede. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's con is plus one, so it's 1d4 plus one. Divided, uh, divided in half. So that's two HP. So the big dude calls out to his Venipede and says, All right, Venipede! Uh, you idiot. Now none of us can see. I'm sorry, I thought it would... I, I thought I was trying to take care of that stupid little fairy. Whatever. Uh, Venipede, do a poison sting attack on the fairy. And let's see if... Cliff, that... look out. So let's see. But thankfully, he is also a disadvantage. <laughs> so let's see if... Uh, which one makes it? Uh, eight. So that will not... <laughs> <laughs> that will not so his poison sting basically shoots past Cleffa and uh barely hits the wall and at Lillian you notice the the uh little darts hit the hit the I wall next to you before they dissipate. Go, ah! <laughs> <laughs> next up is the Spiro who takes one D four plus one. In fact let me pull out the roller. So that's 2 HP, and it must make a con saving throw or be poisoned. That's just a regular d20. Wait, I think that's right. Let me pull up small again. Um, con save against your move DC. Move DC is 8 plus proficiency plus modifier. Yes. Hello, yes? Yes. Sorry. Sounds okay. right. I, I, I was I was double checking because I keep forgetting every we week. We thought you were just confirming oh. with yourself. <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't I, sure if that was a feedback. Yes, that was a feedback. Yes, 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 well, yes, yes. Okay, yes. 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 feedback. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay, so the, yes, so yes. <laughs> Are we the yes men poison. today? Let's watch Galvan. The yes. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hi. Well then. Yes. <laughs> Yes, and that, that, the leader Giorno, is not happy. That's okay, how you all right. Because <laughs> his little Spiro just got poisoned. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, Savage AF from Alex. <laughs> all right, so poisoning. I think this is the first time we've been poisoned. So disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls. Oh, fun. Takes an amount of damage equal to its proficiency bonus at the end of each of its turns until it faints or is cured of poison. Okay. Uh, I think he's going to, instead of using an actual move, I think he's going to try something a little differently, something more D&D related. You, you bumbling idiots, I can't believe. Spiro, clear this smog out of here! And so Spiro, at disadvantage is going to do a um, dexterity check to see if it can blow the smog uh, clear of the clear of the area. Nice. That is a four. <laughs> <laughs> so poor Spiro tries to flap its wings and is and is hit by the poisoning and well, takes an extra two damage. Poor Spiro. Oh no! Now poor Calamity has to roll a save. Oh no. We well, go. first of all, Calamity takes 1d4 plus 1 times 2 poison damage. Jesus Christ. 
That is a four. <laughs> so just tell me how much. <laughs> no, that's no, you took that four was, total. Oh, just four total. Okay, I, I thought. Yeah, that was making that, me do math. The, oh no, no, no! Wait, that's yeah, that's yeah, that's four total. I was like, wait a minute, is it? I thought it was only one, but now that's one plus one times two. And you that's say four total? Anyway. Four total? Four total? Calamity's going to say, uh, uh, chew, And then uh, QT's going to say, uh, man, we need to get a picture of these these dudes. If, if only we had some portable way of of capturing images that we kept on our person. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, wait, wait roll a phone. constitution saving throw. Um, everyone, G I would like to uh, officially state that I'm the luckiest person in the entire world. I've rolled another natural 20. <laughs> Calamity muscles right through the smog and, and maintains her health. Um, I'm going to say she uses her uh, rattan uh, cowboy hat to wave the fumes from her face. <laughs> That's adorable. Yeah. Alrighty. So, uh, what, uh, you what use was that trainer? about? Your, what was that about? A phone? We got pictures on these phones? Is that what you're telling uh, me, Stanley? Oh, gosh. Yes, so there's a camera. He's not even that uh, sadly, old. Sadly, like, uh, <laughs> between the smog, the dim lights, and their masks, you can't really get a good picture of these guys. I'm, I just think we need to get proof that we didn't do this and somebody else did. So <laughs> he's going to get a picture of the three, as much of the three Pokemon and the three dudes as possible. Just, just a, a picture Roll of the situation. Roll me like a, uh, what would that, what would be a technology thing would that he's be like, like a wisdom? over here so he's got like a better vision Ooh, true maybe it would be a like sleight of hand to try to pick take a picture without them noticing or something yeah would that be dex well yeah try it i'll i'll say this uh do a dexterity saving throw not a saving throw just a dexterity check 17 what about okay so you manage to take a you take you take a picture and you do met from your angle you do manage to get the fact that there are three guys in math uh it, it's not even in masks. You just get three silhouettes in the dark, mostly. But you do see them facing off against a, a, a small, a, you know, a cloud of, of of smoke. And and do I get any of the Pokemon uh, that? They uh, you have? may get like shadows of them from the light, but most of them are still in the in the in smoke. The cloud. Okay, fair enough. That's what I was looking for. It's it's basically only slightly worse than the Nessie photo or the Bigfoot image Bigfoot <laughs> <Sure>. video. <laughs> Slightly it's a very valid and reasonable and authentic photos of three uh, men trying to rob the museum. Uh, half, uh, twice as dark and half as grainy. I got it. Okay, uh, that'll that'll be my turn then. No, you can still. That was your trader turn. You can still do. Uh, can't you still do Pokemon? Attack? Sure. Yeah, that was yeah. like a free action sort of thing. I'm gonna. Yeah, your do... trainer gets an action, and your uh, Pokemon gets an action. I'll do a grass knot on him then. On which one? Uh, let's say the uh, the hound the houndman. All right. Uh, <laughs> roll at disadvantage. Okay. Well, one of those was a natural twenty again. Uh, <laughs> um. Uh, and the other one is a eleven. 
Uh, let's see. Rest 11. That's okay. You have to speak correct grammarly. The attempt, <laughs> you attempt to ensnare the opponent with vines that, that sprout from the ground. Make a ranged attack. Da, 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 da. Okay. Um... Okay, so sadly yours does not hit. You managed to set, try to set a little trap for the grass, but uh, the hound dog, it's, it's so, but you, the, because of the smoke, uh, Calamity cannot, sets it like in between the Venipede and the hound hour. You mean, for, you mean Flo Bebe? Yeah, whatever. Baby! <laughs> uh, next up is Frobisher. All right. So wait, that's one d four plus one. That is Ooh. four hit points of damage. Okay, and I have to roll a save. Uh, con save. Ooh. Poor little Frobisher Ooh. is poisoned. No. And and Lillian one. Lillian starts move because she has some antidote. She starts move to give him an antidote, but Frobisher's like no, and he taps he taps um he taps Gracie on the shoulder and pushes her to the side. So he can go and pound that hound door in the face for burning his trainer. Uh, roll a disadvantage. I know. Hound, that hound. Oh, what is that? It is strength for dex. Both of those are plus one. Oh. It's a five. Nope. Sadly, uh, he push manages to have Gracie step aside and then swings and basically hits where Gracie previously stood. Oh, no. He tries. He's like he's windmilling, but he's hitting nothing. <laughs> Next up like is Grace. Vortex in the cloud. Um, Stanley is going to call Grace. That is back. oh, bef uh, yeah. Uh, bef uh, at the start yeah, of your okay. turn, Gracie takes uh, eight hit points of damage. Ow! Make a Constitution saving throw. Minus eight. Oh, it's Gracie's Constitution. It's plus three. 16. Gracie muscles through and is able to keep herself from getting poisoned by the small. All right. Uh, Gracie, return. Oh, gosh. That was a bad idea. Um, 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 oh, no. Both of my, two of my Pokemon are fairy types. Uh, Panbor! <laughs> An orange, kind of like somersault instead of its Pokeball. Like, I'm here! Alrighty. Roll a, uh, roll, yeah, roll initiative for Panpour. Okay. Um, Panbor, what's your initiative? Your dex is plus two. Plus one. Uh. 18. 18. Nice. Nice set for next time. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, uh, as soon as that's over with, the smog starts to dissipate. And uh, <laughs> it is Houndour's turn. And, uh, and so uh, the big dude looks, the two dudes look to the little guy and say, don't and like bonk him on the head and say, don't do that again. Don't do something that, that stupid again. Fine, fine. And uh, he just, he has uh, Houndour do a howl attack instead. And uh, I think that just basically gives him uh, plus one to attack rolls next turn. Yep. Okay. Spire. And here's, and Frobisher still in front of him, kind of like papping his chest going like, <laughs> All right. Uh, but he's next poison, up so is... it's more like pip flop, pip flop, pip flop. 
Uh, oh, next cool. up is the Venipede, and uh, his uh, and his burglar trainer orders him to do a poison sting attack on. Let's see, he has um, he ha- he orders uh, Venipede to poison sting on Panpor on Orion. And okay. So poison stings. Do you need to know my constitution save for that? I that's right. I, I I need to find out what poison stings thing is. Uh, attack roll, melee attack roll, doing one d four move poison damage on a hit. If a natural attack roll is eighteen or more, it's poisoned. Okay. And venipede is doesn't matter. So. That is a nine, so he... That does not hit. He he, he uh, points his tail f- at, towards Oran, but Oran does like a... Uh, one of those... Oh, God, what is that move called? Pirouette, I think? Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. That makes and, sense. And uh, the poison sting darts go right past him. Like, as he turns, like, to, as he's got, like, his back to them, he'll kind of, like, does a cheeky monkey spank, butt spank <laughs> from, like, Ape Escape. <laughs> yeah Classic. so next up is the Spiro and his trainer orders him to do a uh, fury attack oh no that on... sounds like it's gonna be bad well remember he's at disadvantage no not anymore no oh, because he's poisoned. of the poison gotcha. yeah remember if you're poisoned you get disadvantage yep he's going to try and attack calamity Oh no! And so, and so, fury attack. Come on, roll twenty. Roll the dice for me. <laughs> roll those virtual dice. Roll it for me. Get a one. Yeah. Get a one. <laughs> all right. Well, while well, roll twenty is deciding to. Oh wait. Okay. There you go. Oh no, that's not a one at all. That nope. That is a nine. Very good. Okay. So oh. yeah, he it, it uh, the uh, Spiro tries to come at calamity. Uh, ba- basically, uh, pecks at the flower part, not the not the fairy part, and then as it as it pulls back, it 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 winces from the pain of the poisoning and takes oh. another 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 hit po- another couple of hit points. That's what you damage. get. Next up is calamity. Uh, calamity. Uh, uh, now is right in front of you. Use a vine whip. Alrighty. Uh, Nineteen. Nice. Roll. Uh, roll for damage. God. Now remember, this is going to be in half. Go. Five. So that's going to be a two. Oh. Whatcha? Whatcha? <laughs> so um, you do. So you uh, strike at the the Spiro. And send it flying back, and it and it uh, has to kind of reassess, you know, regain its bearings before it hits right back into its trainer. Uh, go back where you came from, you scrawny bird. Or so help me. <laughs> so help me. So help me. Uh, Frobisher. Uh, so as Frobisher's turn comes up, Lillian runs forward to snatch him before he can go and try to pound that hound door again. With the antidote in her other hand, she's like, hold still a second, and she sprays it with the antidote. <laughs> all right. So, uh... No more poison right. for little Frobisher. She's like, just like, no stop more... going to like that. Stop, stop. <laughs> all right. Next up is Oran. 
Stanley is like, you poisoned your own Pokemon. You're that's so mean. And Stanley is gonna have Oren do. Oh, what can Oren do? Water gun. Water gun. Water gun on uh the Houndor. Yep. And that's uh plus one to attack. Oh. That's an eight. Oren so, keeping up a streak of never being able to hit anything. <laughs> yeah, Oren shoots it, but the Hound Hour ducks out of the way, and instead it hits one of the burglars who is kind of <laughs> with a little streak of water, just like is like hitting hit with a super soaker. <laughs> squirt, squirt. Uh, next up is that Hound Tower's. Oh, okay. Uh, next up is that Hound Tower, and uh, yeah, I think we'll leave it there. Uh, next. Okay. We're in, we're in the midst of a battle in the museum. It's <laughs> night at the museum here at Dungeons and Dragon Types. And next time, the burglars are gonna are gonna try and take out our, these pesky little twerps. Where's Will that? Will they succeed? Oh, no. Where's that Kofagrigas to uh, resurrect all these dinosaurs to help us? I <laughs> 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 su- <laughs> the reference. <laughs> Will they succeed? Find out next time on the on Dungeons and Dragon Types. Bye. 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 Daydreamer me sitting on my hands so I don't beat the table like a drummer in a rock band. Hey everyone, this is Editor John thanking you for listening to our show. Before we end, I just wanted to thank the following people. Thanks first of all to Gary Gygax and Satoshi Tajiri for creating the original properties that this show was based on. Thanks to Reddit user Joe the DM who created the module that we're using. You can keep up to date with the creator and fellow players over on Reddit at r slash Pokemon the number 5e. Thanks to Gumby Cat Networks for hosting our show. You can find all of our other shows at GumbyCatNetworks.com. And if you're a podcaster and want to join us, send us your info at GumbyCatNetworks at gmail.com. And we'll get back to you if we think you're a good fit. While you're here, you can also check out all of our other fine programming, such as Popcorn Junkie, What's More Worth Feeling, Beyond the Cabin in the Woods, Living in the Stacks, and The Family Business. If you want to check out a Would You Rather comedy podcast in an actual hot tub, you can check out our player Dane's podcast, the PJC Cast, short for the Proud Jacuzzi Crew Cast, by looking up the PJC Cast or Proud Jacuzzi Crew on your podcast provider. Thanks to Dream State for letting us use their song Impossible Me off of their album Sad Bad Happy Good for our theme music. You can check out their music on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon Music, YouTube, and wherever else music is bought or streamed. Just look for capital D Dream, capital S States, all one word. If you want to help us out, you can do so by leaving a five-star rating and review on your podcast provider, or just share our episodes on social media. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dungeons and Dragon Types or on Twitter at D&D Types. And for everybody who follows the Twitter account or likes the Facebook page, we'll be sure to try and add you as an NPC in future episodes. Professor Redwood's assistant Rhea was one of our followers, as was Rich Boy Tyler. So if you want to become like them and be featured in a future episode, all you have to do is either like the Facebook page or follow the Twitter account. And if you have a Pokemon in mind to be featured as your partner, you can just let us know with either a tweet or a comment or a message. So if you want to be featured on the show, just follow us on social media. That's all you got to do. Thank you all for listening.
everyone and welcome. I'm Melody. I'm Max. I'm Dexter. I'm Diana. And I'm John. And together we host the book review and discussion podcast Living in the Stacks. Every two weeks we take the time to read a book and then meet online to discuss it. We'll talk about what we liked, what we didn't like, and if we'd read the book again. Whatever the genre, whoever the author, whether it's good or bad, we'll read anything once. So if you want to join us, you can find us Living in the Stacks, available through Gumby Cat Networks.